I'm Tammy Desir, and this is Leadership Biz Cafe, a podcast that provides insights and tools to help leaders take on the challenges and opportunities found in leading today's workplaces. Leadership Biz Cafe is brought to you by Tammy Desir Leadership, our leadership firm that offers keynotes and corporate workshops in both in-person and virtual settings that will help you to improve the way you lead and guide your organization's growth and future successes. To find out how we can help you today with your leadership challenges and discover your untapped opportunities, visit our website at tavidnasir.com. Well, I see the light on the espresso machine is on, which means it's time to serve up another leadership espresso shot. For the last couple of days, I've been working on a keynote I've been hired to give that will address the idea of how leaders can go about not just leading change in their organization, but leading impactful change, change that people want to rally around and be a part of in making a reality. While developing this keynote, I decided to use this quote from Nelson Mandela that I use in some of my workshops. What counts in life is not the mere fact that we lived. It is what difference we have made to the lives of others that will determine the significance of the life we lead. As leading today's workplaces not only becomes more complex, but is under a state of flux as it evolves due to pressures exerted by millennials and Gen Z who want to redefine the boundaries and nature of work, this quote from Nelson Mandela is becoming more pertinent for leaders to ponder and consider in terms of what is the purpose and reason behind their leadership. I mean, let's be honest. These days, most leaders are trapped with this myopic focus of just trying to get things done, of trying to put out as many fires as they can in the hopes that it might give them a moment to simply catch their breath from the daily tsunami of demands for their time, attention, and resources. To be fair, this isn't due to a lack of competency in their leadership. Instead, it's simply the byproduct of years and years of operating in this faster workplace environment where we've all been told to not only embrace disruption and innovation, but to throw in a good dose of agility into our organizational mix, as well as to avoid the risk of our organization being caught standing still, or worse, being left behind. And yet, while we can comment extensively on the future-proofing these aspects bring to an organization's longevity, in the context of this quote from Nelson Mandela, it brings to mind another thought that I'm sure many of you have heard or seen before. And it's this idea of imagining being on our deathbed and asking ourselves if we'd regret the choices we made over the course of our lives. In most cases, this exercise is used to motivate us to make better decisions and choices today so as to avoid that outcome when we arrive at death's door. But to be honest here, I think this exercise is why so many of us opt not to do something more meaningful today. After all, our lifespans are actually getting longer, with more and more people living to 100 and beyond. In fact, a few months ago, there was a news report about a senior citizen residence here in Montreal, Canada where 20 of the people living there are now 100 years old or older. So, if we are as fortunate as these people are in having such a long stretch of time still left on our life's clock, 
What does it matter if today we're only focused on just getting things done? So what if we're not doing more than that? We have so many more years ahead of us to do more with our time and with our lives. That we do what we have to do today so we can do what we want to do years from now. But this is why I wanted to highlight Mandela's quote here and in my upcoming keynote because it reminds us why we need to change our focus from the end of our lives to today. More specifically, that we have to have a greater intentionality on what we're choosing to do today instead of putting off that choice to that proverbial tomorrow promised to us in the future. In other words, the way we challenge ourselves to believe in a brighter future is not by fear of regret, but in the hopeful aspirations of who we can become. That's why I think the question we should be asking ourselves is not, are we doing what we can to avoid looking back at the life we lived with regret over the paths not taken? Rather, the question we should ask ourselves is this, would you be willing to waste a year doing less than what you're truly capable of achieving just to get things done? Would that be something you'd willingly settle for? Now, I know at the beginning of a new year, we'd all answer with a resounding no, as the arrival of a new year instills us full of hope and aspirations for what we can achieve. But as leaders, it's our job to ensure that this sense of optimism, hope, and belief in ourselves and our potential is not simply a flickering flame that shines brightly at the start of the year. Instead, we need to use our leadership to feed it and transform it into this unstoppable force that takes on a life of its own, thanks to the will and power of those under your care. It's what Nelson Mandela is trying to tell all of us as leaders, that our leadership can't simply be about getting things done or solving everyday problems that are forgotten as soon as they're resolved. It has to be about inspiring the best in those we lead. Yes. That sounds like a tall order, and without question it most definitely is, which is why so many are quick to dismiss this notion, arguing that we're not Nelson Mandela, and this is one of the reasons why Mandela was such a remarkable leader. And yet, the reason why we can't dismiss this idea is because through his own exceptional leadership, Mandela has proven to us all that it can be done, that we can do it. Just as Viola Desmond, Martin Luther King Jr., Malala Yousafzai, Winston Churchill, and Wangari Maathai have demonstrated through their leadership as being the key ingredient that drove their success. We're not defined by the limits we face, but by how we choose to rise above them to improve the way things are. Of course, the point here is not for us to measure ourselves and our efforts against such remarkable and noteworthy leaders. Rather, the point is to recognize that what made them exceptional leaders was their willingness to use their leadership to do more than just putting out fires, of putting all their focus on the urgent at the expense of what's important, that they honored their responsibility to lead others by painting a vision that people were drawn to commit their best efforts towards making a reality, that as Mandela so eloquently points out, true leaders are not driven by what benefits them, 
but by what benefits those around them. Indeed, the true measure of leadership is not how well we manage processes, but by how well we inspire others to aspire to be more. That we demonstrate that our work lives don't simply revolve around clearing off our to-do lists, but involve asking ourselves, what have I done today to move one step closer to achieving something that matters? To share another one of my favorite Nelson Mandela quotes here, it is in your hands to make a better world for all who live in it. So while we may not lead a social or political movement aimed at making changes that reshapes our community and country for the better, we can use our influence and our voice to create both an organizational vision and workplace environment where our employees are not only driven to bring their best selves to the work they do, but that we create that space for everyone to contribute and to matter. In so doing, we'll become our own version of that exceptional leader that inspires the rest of us to believe in our potential to do the extraordinary and achieve our own form of greatness. I hope this edition of Leadership Espresso Shot gave you some food for thought, as well as some inspiration on how to view your leadership. And I do want to encourage you to highlight this episode as one to revisit and listen to again in a couple of months, because as we all know, it's very easy to fall back into that trap of narrowing our focus on the day-to-day, -day, of those tasks and requests that demand our attention, but which might not be the most important in terms of helping us achieve our long-term goals. It's in those moments, episodes like these can help you reflect and consider where you should put your efforts in order to have the biggest and most lasting impact through your leadership. As I said, this Leadership Espresso Shot was inspired by my work preparing for an upcoming keynote I'm going to be delivering shortly. And so, if hearing this episode has sparked your interest in wanting to talk with me about my speaking work, I'd love to hear from you. Just use the contact form on my website at tavernasir.com so we can connect and see how I can be of help. And if you enjoyed this episode, I'd be grateful if you could take a moment here to rate and review my podcast on your favorite streaming platform. I'm Tavin Nasir, and you've been listening to Leadership Biz Cafe.